Welcome to the Hard Enduro Hosers podcast. A Canadian podcast where we cover events, gear, and gossip. We have absolutely no authority in. I'm Alex Christie. And I'm Kyle Frozy. All right, welcome back to our second episode of the podcast. Hey, guys. And uh, yeah, we're going to go with the $12,000 budget. And you got to race this season here. So two terrace races, an enduro cross, and a kitamat race that sounds like quite the hard enduro. And then the other one. There's the enduro cross in the evening and then the, the full race after that. We got five total. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Five races. Okay. I'll let you go first. Kill me. I'm curious. What do you got? Okay. So I searched Kijiji. I was on there for a little while, but I found I found the perfect bike. I found the right thing. So this, this company was recently bought out, and I found a dealership that – is just selling off all their products. Oh, you did. I did. I went with the 2019 Gas Gas XC300. Oh, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, so the price on Kijiji was $8900. Brand new. Wow. Uh, yeah. I know. It's like that's almost I think that might be a better deal than what Jacob got. You said it was a 2019 2019 gas gas so, so it's the makeover bike it's not even the old heavy one like no it's, no it's the, yeah it's the good it, one it's with the, the one K- you want to own yeah exactly oh, kybs yeah kybs key and carb the whole works so i went uh started off at the top i guess i went with the the acerbus x-factor full wrap handguards at 164 dollars i got i threw an aluminum pipe guard on there i have one on my current bike and it seems to do the trick so that was 60 bucks one with front and rear bib mooses 176 for the front 173 for the rear one with a shinko fatty 9121 on the front for 94 dollars i was a little Uh, which one which uh the 216 yeah i went with the the mx 216 Yeah. yeah um I wasn't really sure what to go with for the rear tire. I kind of went with an old faithful that is super predictable for me. I went with the Midas C18 single green stripe in the 120-90-18. It was 140 bucks. A little, a little rich, but here we are. Yeah. Um, I got an AXP skid plate with the linkage guard uh, for 204 bucks. And Enduro Engineering Rad Braces for $127 for a grand total of $10,038 before tax. That is one cheap brand wow. new bike. Wow. F- yeah, that's good. Fully rigged out. I know. I was pretty proud of myself, actually. So uh, I guess I'll go through mine and then uh, we can heckle back and forth a little yeah, bit. Absolutely, so yeah, absolutely. Let's hear, you hear what, what I, my choices are. So. Yeah. I I needed electric start. I was gonna go YZ two fifty X, but yeah. I I it's don't want to kick it. It's not worth it. So I did a YZ two fifty FX. Uh, I figured <laughs> I'd want something rideable and light and raceable. Still big tank. I want the eighteen inch. I want the KYBs, but I want electric start. But but and you wanted the yeah you wanted a heavy four stroke. 
Oh, it's not that, they're not that heavy. No. I, I bet you look it up. It's you one of the lighter bikes. Yeah, you might be right. I think they are they are fairly light. But I thought uh, tame. You know, when you're doing a two hour race, you want something that you can still hang on to at the end, which I totally get. Like your uh, the way you yeah. went with the uh, the two stroke, it's so much easier at the beginning. But anyway, that's why I did the two fifty instead of the four fifty. Yeah, the. The 250 FX probably covers a lot of ground or covers ground nicer when you're in the straights. Anyways, let's get on with the rest of your build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So handguards, I went with the Sacro 1 handguards for 86 bucks. What? These Those yeah, can't be so full wrap. Yeah, they're full wrap. They're the Series 1. <laughs> they're like, I'm pretty sure these were designed in the 90s. Like, they're, they're definitely not as beautiful as your Serbi, the 1Xs. But, gotta do what you gotta do to get under that that twelve thousand dollar limit. Yeah, and then uh, I did the same thing. Mooses, just one set of the bibs. Uh, I noticed Midas makes a new set that uh, on Fortnite there, but they're an extra twenty five bucks a moose, and I was like, no, I can't do it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Uh, so skid plate, I did just a uh, a Serbi off road skid plate, nothing over the top. I just something to keep yeah. that one rock, hopefully, out of my crankcase. <laughs> yeah we've been there before been there uh tire wise i did the shinko 216 front and rear uh so th- sorry i wasn't throwing prices out here the skid plate was 100 bucks no linkage card uh it's a price the shinko 216 93 dollars the uh 216 rear is 113 dollars and i bought two rear tires because i figure i need three i got the one on the bike and two more so the one on the bike being hard i'll run it's my practice tire and then the other two hopefully i can probably run a freshie for the enduro cross and a freshie for the kinemat race and then kind of sloppy seconds for the other races yeah (laughs) yeah yeah okay uh the race tech springs and valving kits for the uh i did everything the compression the mid valves springs for my weight everything uh that was big money you would do that i know <laughs> thousand bucks thousand sixty dollars but it's everything that's converted 749 american and that's that's worth it to replace your kyb suspension that's already pretty awesome it is pretty awesome but i'm getting old i don't really like getting beat up i kind of wanted just that little bit plusher this is true. You, are, so, you got to start thinking about those things after you get over the 30-year-old mark. Uh, and Yeah, absolutely. And then other things is, you know, because I have these ancient-looking handguards, I still want to look cool. So I got a full, <laughs> a full set of Climb, Dakar, Jersey, and <laughs> pants. The 2019 version, $119 for the pants, $64 for the jersey. Got to look fly when you're racing. Oh, uh, that's that's fair. That's fair. That brings my total. So the bike was uh, $9,500. So it was an extra $600 over what you spent. But my total was $9,743. So I came in under you just a little, just squeaked under the bar. Really? Three rear tires, some pants. Yeah. No, that's fair. I like that. You definitely... You covered all your bases, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was trying. I, I missed, well, some stuff that you thought of that I didn't. Rad braces. Definitely yeah. a problem. Well, 
a problem for me to not have them, but I'm not sure if you would suffer too much without them. I haven't been to rad yet, but I've also always had rad braces. So that makes me a little this nervous. Is... Yeah, you don't seem to explode off your bike into a gnarly crash ever, though, too often. Yeah. The AXP uh, linkage card, that was a good call, I, uh, especially if it's that race in Talqua and if the Kitamount race is anything like it. If there's a whole bunch of uh, logs, I think that'd definitely be a good call. Absolutely. It's, it's a real big pain in the ass, especially with the Husky and the style, how they hang down so low. I mean, I'm not sure what the uh, the gas-gas linkage setup is like, but I figured it was going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, after watching your uh, that Husky linkage with nothing and the YZ linkage, YZ linkage was worse, wasn't it, for you? I think it was, I th- I think it was better, actually. Like, I think it was tucked up better. Really, eh? So the, you find the uh, the Husky one hangs down a little bit more and kind of snags. Yeah, the Husky one was more of a dead stop. Like, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> I, like you, you smash a tree and then it's just dead stop. Yeah. The AXP skid plate made a huge difference, though. Yeah, it's it just, just kind of deflects you that little bit. Exactly. If you can't rock it over without dabbing, then a little push off the tree gets you over, no problem. Yeah. Cool. Well, I don't know. I don't know who wins there. So I mean, I feel I feel like a three hundred two strokes a little more race ready than a f- I, faster, higher strung four stroke. I I didn't even think of the gas gas. I was like, as soon as you're like, they're closing out, changing hands. I was like, oh man, the closeouts. I didn't even think of companies that were no longer I, existing, that there might be still new bikes out there. Absolutely. So if anyone listening to this lives down south, go get a 2019 Gas Gas. They're so cheap right now. Yeah, that's wild. Like, that's wild. Jeez. I, I'm going to give it to you. I think you, you're set up. I mean... I'm going to look a little more fly out there. I'm going to have a little bit plusher ride, but I think the uh, your call on that gas gas, that 300. I th- yeah, I thought that was a bit of a curveball. I like that. And possibly street legal. Possibly street legal. This is true. This is true. Ride to the race. <laughs> yeah, that's a big that's a big selling feature for me. Well, since we did this virtual build, I think we should go over what uh, what our current builds are with our current bikes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you start with your one bike, and then I'll hop in in the middle, and then you can finish with your other bike. How's that sound? Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll start in order that I got them. Uh, yeah. My first bike is the 2016 KTM 300 EXC Six Days Edition. 300. It's a 500. Or 500. Sorry. 500 Six Days. Four stroke, uh, yeah, I got it, brand new, loved it. It's been a great bike. Um, it's a beautiful bike. It. Yeah, I like the white plastics. If that was, if they were available for a Sherco, I'd probably. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're available good. for everything I own. I'd probably put white plastics mm-hmm. on it, but that's fair. And uh, yeah, so I raced it in the corduroy enduro, and those four CS forks just beat me up so bad. And uh, there were a couple totally, other bikes. They were totally stock, right? You hadn't yeah, messed uh, around with them at all by then? 
No, because a lot of the stuff is, they have a very small damping rod diameter. So when you go through compression, you don't displace a lot of fluid through your base valves. So it's really hard to control. And there wasn't a lot to do with them. And then you your clickers, because you only have one on each side, one doing all the work, they, they don't not really that effective in changing its feel. So I just ran them stock and then uh, I was getting more experience riding more bikes. I realized how harsh they were and I did the, uh, the race tech, uh, everything. I got converted to the compression clickers on the bottom, uh, rebound on the top, uh, different mid valves, uh, different base valves, all race tech stuff. Uh, luckily, I weigh the proper weight for the springs. So they're all still stock. Um, that saves yeah. you a lot of money. You can put that into other stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a handy one to be the right weight. Yeah, us plumpers are uh, not so lucky that way. Got to spend the money on the springs. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's got a custom aluminum skid plate. I think other than that, it's completely stock. Uh, set of your generic yeah, you got, KTM handguards. Yeah, you got factory handguards on there. I guess that's uh, you didn't do a whole bunch to that bike, eh? Just no, it's. It's been great. Uh, Just put the miles until, on. Yeah, it's I think around the 200 hours on it, and then uh, yeah, punched a hole in the cases. So uh, just got some JB weld. That fateful day. Yeah. So somebody at a KTM dealer tells you, "Oh, we've never had a problem with these plastic skid plates." Call bullshit. Buy real skid plate. This is true. Yeah, that uh, that was a that's a pretty expensive oops that happened there. Which is really a shame. It's a nice bike. Yeah. And it's the time consuming. Like you can't even, it's not like, oh, my top end went, I got to put a piston in it. Like you have to strip every part off that motor. Motor's got to come out of the bike, everything out of it, pullers to split the cases. It's, anyway, that's, that's a, why there's that's still a, a JB Weld on there. <laughs> that's a nightmare. Pushed, yeah, JB Weld and then just push it into the shadows of the shop and ride your new yeah. one. Yeah, well, I think I'm going to get out on it more because uh, I do miss the smoothness and it is, it's pretty nice on big open country. I wouldn't recommend it for technical stuff. It's definitely yeah. a handful. Big mountain rides and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, enough about my bike. Um, what do you got going on? Okay. So yeah, on my uh, 16 Husky TE300. Right away, as soon as I got the bike, I put a green power valve spring in just to make the power a little nicer, Come make the power valve come on right away. Uh, my bike, fortunately, came with Emperor Racing handguards and then the bolt-on mounts that kind of hold your, hold your handlebars on, little top caps. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I stuffed Racetech springs in front and rear because... 200 pound people have to spend the money on fork springs and shock springs, unfortunately. Yeah. Not us, hundred, not the 165ers. Um, <laughs> then I got, I got Moose Racing Rad Braces. I had these braces on my YZ250 and they took an absolute beating. So yeah, they're I like fig- quarter inch steel, aren't they? Like they're pretty thick. They're pretty meteor, 316s well, or something. Yeah, they're, they are aluminum. But they're definitely 316s. 316s yeah. or quarter aluminum. Yeah, they held up really good. So I bought those again. 
Um, I put a FMF gnarly pipe on my bike last fall. My stock one lasted almost a full season. And then that just had to go away. So yeah, then I put an aluminum pipe guard on so I could try and salvage that investment. Yeah, so the gnarly being the thicker sheet metal, you got any dents in it so far, or is it? No, it's been holding up really good, actually. I was surprised. It's it's taken a few good rocks to it from our mountain rides, but it's been good so far. So fingers crossed that it continues to do that. And uh, yeah, with that aluminum pipe guard, it does cover the the tight bend that comes right out of the head on the motor there and that seems to be where i get the biggest dents for some reason not the big chamber side like you'd think yeah it's all in there that that tight bend yeah i'm not sure if that's that's a common thing or what but but anyways that's that's what happens i like to drop my bike on the left side apparently then uh it's because yeah. you're always holding the rear brake right <laughs> yeah yeah I don't, yeah i don't know if that's it yeah. So that's why that's why the, the right foot stays on the peg because it's got to work the brake. Your other foot can come off, no problem. <laughs> yeah. It's not doing anything. Yeah, might be when my my left hand comes off the handlebars, and then when I whiskey throttle, it just hinges the land on the left side. <laughs> yeah, the throttle hands the last hand, last man standing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm actually running front and rear Shinko tires. This is my the first Shinko tires I've run. I got an F five forty six on the front, and then an MX two sixteen rear, which is I think the two sixteen rear is essentially a golden tire, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're made in the same factory. Yeah, I've I've heard that, or I think there's some internet uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's the case. I, I'm convinced. Uh, the factory seat cover didn't last very long. So I threw a cheap factory effect seat cover on, which is like sandpaper. It grips real well. Yeah. It's got that triangular molded in pattern. Yeah. yeah chafing like, from that. That's pretty rough. Uh, no, no chafing quite yet, <laughs> but we'll, we'll say we'll see you on the 30 degree sweaty days. Yeah. Um, and since my since the bike's on the road and is insured, I've got a keyed ignition switch for it. Not that that's here nor there. Um, black fork shrink fork guards. I'm super happy with those so far. Wraps yeah. all the way around, kind of full coverage. Yeah, a little that's, bit more than the WP stickers. Yeah, exactly. And I need all the guarding that I can get my hands on. For some reason, I am hard on Reagan, and I don't even want to be. Yeah. But yeah, that is that's my list. I it's, think you're 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 missing the uh, the two hundred zip ties. Yeah. How many? How many did we count? I think we counted counted twenty seven or thirty four. Or we counted. Yeah, so we had a lot. We had a lot. And yeah, I somewhere between twenty and forty, anyway. Yeah, yeah, somewhere there. That's half a pack. Um, I really can't bring myself to replace that headlight though. Cause yeah. as soon as I replace it, I know the next ride, I'm just going to crack it again. You should just get a new one. So that the next time you tee off against a tree, you can just smash <laughs> the remaining bits out of what you have 
And then when it just crumbles into a billion pieces, because there's nothing holding it together, then you can put your new one in and it'll have passed. And then I'll have spare parts for when that one breaks, maybe. Yeah, I think if anything touches your light, (laughs) it's going to be beyond spare parts. Yeah, you might be right there. You might be right. Um, but so I'm going yeah. to call you out on something a little bit here, though. So you're saying you're running the uh, the 546 Shinko, but on your build, you went for the 216. Uh, have you seen the two side by side? Why why the flip-flop? What changed your mind there? Well, I think in winter, this past winter, I was, I was feeling cheap. This, this 546, I, I don't know if it was $6 cheaper. cheaper than the 216 but but i will say that mx216 front it is so much bigger when you put them side by side i think it would oh yeah it would protect the rims so much more so you're running a 9090 and the mx216 was a 9100 right uh i have the 9100 in the 546 as well oh so they're both the same size they are both the same size for some reason the 216 is just way bigger interesting good to know good to know yeah so i opted for the for the 216 on my virtual dream bike build feel i was feeling spendy so i figured i'd spend the extra six dollars yeah that's virtual money is so much easier to spend eh? virtual money is so much easier to spend yeah yeah one medium blizzard's worth is is worth the extra tire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's worth the upgrade. Yeah. All right. So well, that's mine, but you've got one bike left. Kind of yeah, your, so, uh, this is your, uh, your main girl right now. Yeah. The other side effect of doing the cord on the 500 was a, the power delivery was so aggressive with the, like it's right now off the bottom. Um, and I want a little less rotating mass and get into the, the two stroke world. So I bought a 2017 Sherco 300 SER, just the regular racing edition. Uh, and what do I have on it? I got a set of bulletproof rod guards. Uh, they seem good. They, they don't have the same protection as the moose ones that you've been running. They, don't they definitely the, won't. The side protection is kind of lacking well they're the same shape as the rod so i think coming in on the sides kind of hits it but there's nothing to stop them from being smeared backwards yeah that's true yep like they bolt to your rods which bolt to your frame so if anything comes straight on into them it's still going to tear your rod off the frame yeah absolutely they definitely they're great for protecting just like your side to side drops yeah and And they're beautiful uh, they are beautiful. They do keep the sticks from getting too pokey when you're coming at them from head on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I have a, oh, what's that in-house brand for Rocky Mountain ATV? Tusk. Tusk. So I have a Tusk fan on there. I went fanless for a long time and I kept having this hanging idle and uh, it turns out it was just the bike overheating. Poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a sad day when you figured that out, I bet. Yeah. Um, so I like it because it's a remote mount on the temperature uh, where it triggers the fan. So I stuck it up on up on my head tube on the side of the frame. So when it's coming on and off, I can kind of just peek over and see. I don't have to kind of look up and under the, the rad shroud. Kind yeah. of a nice product. They're 
pretty cheap too. Uh, I think it was like $60 for the controller. And then I bought a, a better fan because the fan oh. they provide with it's pretty Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah. But not as cheap as the computer fan that we started with. <laughs> yeah, I, initially I had a computer fan that just ran all the time. And uh, it worked. I, I have no complaints. It never died or anything. I just got tired of looking at the LED lights all lighting it up all green. <laughs> The sun with the Kawasaki green mixing with the Sherco blue wasn't quite, wasn't, didn't work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is little, little underglow on the bike. Never hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah, underglow on my bike. Uh, so, speaking of under, uh, I got AXP skid plate. Uh, great investment. Uh, I cheaped out and found one used on eBay. And Which I think is I paid- crazy. What did I pay? It was like 90 bucks or something or a hundred bucks shipped. I think something crazy like that. Yeah. Uh, then I had anyway, to go and spend over double to get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why there's, there was a used Sherco one. Like it seems so obscure. Who would, there's so few of them out there. Absolutely. And it was in such good shape. I don't think the guy ran it for very long. Yeah. And uh, the neat thing is it uses the stock mount- mounting bolts and everything. Like I unbolted my thin stock one use the exact same bolts back into it and now i have this meaty plate really yeah yeah there was no extra hardware or anything i just snapped it on and used the stock bolts and oh man i'd like i'd like three pounds of hardware that came with my bike with my uh with my skid plate it was wild i like actually had to read instructions on how to put my skid plate together yeah, I got it, and I was worried. I was like, there's no hardware with this. Like, did the guy just keep it? What happened? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, let's try and put it on and see what we need, and then it all just fit back on. I was like, oh, wow. That's that wild. Was, that was so easy. And you'd expect that when you pay 80 or $90 for that skid plate. You should oh, yeah, expect, you'd expect you're like, to oh, get hardware. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> um. So tires, uh, I think I have a set of Gibsons on there right now. I don't know. I've <laughs> gone through so many tires. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Gibson? So the Gibsons were uh, some freebies from Grizzbait last year. They were used on the beta bike and they were going to just toss them in the pile last I could have them. Never had a Gibson, never tried one. And uh, they're pretty decent. Uh, it was an 8100 front though, which was oh, yeah. 8100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a thing. Super fat, yeah. Really? Shout uh, out to Traction E-Reg. Yeah, yeah, those guys are awesome. Dallas and the crew. Absolutely. Megs Brap. And um, the cross-training Enduro. Yeah. As well, all kind of lumped together. Ba- yeah, Barry. Love Barry. Such a good time. Such a good time. Uh, Moose-wise, uh, I run the same as you. We run the 3D racing uh, local BC guy. Yeah, they seem good enough. The price is right. They smell like weed, but they work. They're not. But they're they not. Sto- they're not stolen, even though they smell like weed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't <laughs> believe it when we got them, and I think it was Jacob was like, "Man, these these smell like weed." And I was yeah. like, oh, "I haven't picked mine up yet." And you guys left them in my shop for like two weeks. Yeah, and then. Yeah, same. Mine, mine made my shop smell like weed. Like it, it was kind of funny. Yeah, what's this? What's this smell in here? Yeah, looking around. There were no goodies in the boxes, by the way. That was just the way the mooses smelled. That was just the way they were. Uh, and then what else have I got on the shirt? I think that's it. I've 
messed around with the jetting, but I've come back around to stock. I think it's a uh, it's fatter right now. It's like a 170 main or a 172 main because it's only five degrees out. Uh, oh yeah, oh, and because you like to change your jets for the temperature instead of being like a normal person and just running what is good for well, most of the season. When we went back to Terrace, it was getting hot, like really hot all the time, and it was laggy. And the one thing that I guess the bad thing I picked up from the 500 was that snap. Like, I want it now. I want that power delivered. And uh, I just wasn't quite getting that out of a, a carb two stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Figured you need turned... to lean it out a little too much? Yeah, so I was on the quest for a lean, and it ran like a hot damn in the summer, but it definitely noticed the temperature change and was not happy. Uh, I think I'm going to run like the 168 or just stock jetting though this season and, and leave it. Yeah, that seems to be, because we've got the same carbs, right? Yeah, the Kian PWK 30, 36s? I think they're 36s. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, so I'm running the 168 main and I think that's that's about right for what we got going on here. Yeah, so I would put it like heat of the summer, a little on the fat side. Like I think you probably get away with the 165. But yeah, yeah I think the 168 so, and just leave it. <laughs> yeah, 165 is so scary, especially because I do like to just leave it. Wicked down the road. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Then the rear tire locks up. Yeah, you've had that. Yeah. With your 500, didn't you... Uh, didn't your 500 run lean right before the the fateful day where it squeaked? Uh, I don't... Oh, it was, don't just idle, it was just idling high. That's right. Yeah, it was just idling high. It was just hot. Yeah. It, every once in a while, I'd get a little pissy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then suspension-wise, I found, <laughs> after we rode our buddy Andrew's bike, uh, I found my suspension really stiff. Like, the initial movement uh, on the open cartridge WPs with the, the Sherco stack quite stiff. So I went, I race teched it. <laughs> and what the is, what's Andrew? Valves and mid what's valves. Andrew riding? He's running the KTM uh, valving in the same fork. And he's it was got, just so much pleasure. He's um, got it's a an EXE. KTM 350 EXE? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like everything other than the shim stack and those two forks was identical. And his bike, it was... It was. It felt soft, but you never questioned it. Like it just, it was confidence inspiring. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it felt proper. Made me make the change. Yeah, I think it felt soft because I was used to something so harsh. And then after like five seconds of riding it, I just completely forgot about it because it was. It nice just felt natural. good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, switched all that over. The Shirko Shim Stack. Now having like pulled it out and looked at it, uh, it's a single stage stack and it's really stiff. Um, oh yeah. So if you're a heavier guy, you might like it. Uh, I'm a pretty light guy. So yeah, yeah. Um, and you rode, yeah. I guess you rode my bike, but it's got heavier springs in it, even though it's got the four CS stock yeah. and everything. Um, did you throw a crossover shim in there at all in your um, Sherco? Uh, I did just before I did the. So I only rode it like around my yard and stuff with the. Uh, with the crossover in there. Oh, so I took yeah, a, yeah. I think I took a 16 millimeter and moved it up. So I had 
three of the 28 mils and then a 16 and then, or a 24 and then a 16 and 24. Yeah. It was, it was better, but I I didn't ride it enough to actually say whether that's, that's worth it or not. You said piss on it and bought the race tech stuff. Yeah, that was, I just had such good experience on my 500 that I'd highly recommend that. And their, their DVS system where you put in your weight and it sends you the valving depending on what kind of riding you do is, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty pretty user friendly on the website. Yeah, yeah, and their their tech service is amazing. Like you call in and they they know their they stuff. Definitely, they know their stuff and they spend the time to make sure that you're happy with their answer and the support you got. Like they're not. I don't know. Some places you call in with questions and you're kind of finicky with stuff, and they're kind of irritated that you're calling them. Like you get that impression. Yeah, you're inconveniencing and, them by calling. Yeah, exactly. And they definitely were. I didn't get that vibe at all. Like they were like, Oh yeah, we want to make like, we want to make this great for you. Hey, that goes a long ways. Like that makes the guy go back. Even if you got to spend the extra. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it was that much. I think I might've been like, I don't think I was $600 with oil and that was everything in the fork. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you... yeah. I got a stock for CS and spent $600 on Springs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Right, that well, is, uh, that's a wrap, I guess. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get out, do some, do a little bit of tootling and have some writing talk and some feedback on some stuff. And then, uh, yeah. Was, you got any topics for next week? Maybe we might have to touch on KTM buying gas gas because Ooh, I think yes. we, we've got some, uh, varying opinions on why they might have bought gas gas absolutely i'm in all right next episode all right we'll catch you guys in the next one